This episode is exclusively for you if in your life you have ever had a goal, tried to achieve it, failed, tried again, and then been overwhelmed by the entire process of setting goals and making to-do lists. Hello, hello. Welcome back. It is so good to be back again this week. I am, as always, excited, very excited to do this episode. This podcast has been and continues to be one of my favorite places to come to. Every time I'm stressed, work has been hectic, um, life gets busy with the things that I'm trying. It's always so nice to come back to this place and have a community. So thank you for spending your time with me. One of the things I'm most proud of with this podcast so far is that in only three months of the year, we have been so consistent. We have had conversations that I've been wanting to have for so long now. Um, and more than that, I have some really cool interviews lined up for you guys. One of my big goals going into 2023 with the podcast was, number one, I I definitely wanted more people to come on it, but also I wanted to explore my interview style more and as you guys have already seen and as you will see in the next few weeks and months to come, I have some really cool conversations lined up with really inspiring people. Um, and in each one of those episodes, I've kind of learned a lot, not just from them, but also about myself and how I like to frame my questions and how I like to be an interviewer. So that's been great for me starting to achieve my goal of 2023 for the podcast. But at the same time, as I was achieving this goal, I was also realizing that this sense of fear and like self-doubt crept in because I suddenly started questioning if doing solo episodes was just as entertaining as me as me doing an interview, which kind of made me change my goals a little bit. Um, and it became less about how many people can I interview. It became more about who do I really want to learn from and on which weeks do I just want to have a conversation here alone? Regardless, I think something that this entire experience got me thinking about was goal setting and how over the years as a extra type A tendency individual, um, I have framed goal setting throughout my life, whether that's as a student, whether that's as a student, whether that's as a professional now, as a content creator, whatever you may call it. So I thought this week it would be fun for me to talk about everything related to goal setting, healthy goal setting, and, and how to set yourself up for success through effective goal setting. Okay, number one, and this is more a mindset thing than an actual like actionable item, <laughs> but, but if your goals don't change over a period of time, you're not making real progress. Think about it. If your goals don't really change or the way you frame them doesn't change or the way you look at them three months, four months, six months, a year after you set them, if those kind of milestones don't change for you, then maybe you're not doing something right. Like maybe something in your formula isn't working. And I say that because oftentimes when goals don't change or goals are set in a way that makes it difficult for them to change, it's easy to become complacent while achieving those goals. For instance, if you go into the new year saying, I'm going to be healthy this year, that being healthy comprises of a lot of things and it's a very hard goal to reframe and change right like what are you after saying like my goal is to be healthy how are you gonna say okay now my next goal is to be more healthy like you can't really quantify that and measure it which is why it becomes easy to 
make quote unquote health whatever you want it to be based on convenience, therefore making it difficult to stay disciplined while achieving that specific goal. And so my biggest advice is to be really specific and then while you goal set and then monitor whether or not your goals are changing. For instance, if your goal is to be healthy this year, make a really specific goal. Like this year, I will go to the gym twice a week and start there. Then in like three weeks or three months, once you're done achieving that twice a week cadence for your gym time, be like, okay, now my next goal is I'm going to start going to the gym five times a week. Then change that to say, okay, now I'm going to try a new exercise at the gym or like I'm going to eat healthier. I'm going to incorporate more protein in my meal meal prep all of this stuff right which therefore leads to these goals kind of compounding over each other and helps you achieve your overall goal of being healthier do you see what i mean so i think the second you're more specific you're able to keep track of your goals better and monitor whether or not your goals are changing and once you do achieve that one goal you have you can move on to the next one and then the next one and then the next one which kind of makes it easier to goal set and Also, it kind of makes it more realistic, which leads me to point number two of effective goal setting. That is set realistic goals. I think goal setting and like goal setting culture in specific has become really competitive and cutthroat and honestly intimidating in a lot of ways. So the two questions you need to ask yourself when you set a goal is number one, how does it make you feel? And number two, what is it really helping you achieve? I think sometimes it's easy to fantasize about a goal without really thinking about all the work that goes into the journey itself and the journey is the everyday nitty-gritty is the everyday to-do list and things you have to get done and every single day just taking a tiny step whether it is the tiniest one you will ever take towards that goal to make progress right when i say realistic goals i'm not saying don't dream big right like let's shoot for the moon you'll land against among the stars that kind of thing that's fine but i mean set realistic goals in the time frames that you're considering like you can't look at yourself and say okay in one month i am going to become a tiktok celebrity or like in one month i am going to become a millionaire like that is not a realistic goal it's just gonna make you frantic and anxious and it's gonna make you super critical of your lifestyle right so the number one sanity check i have is how does this make me feel And oftentimes with realistic goal setting, what I'll do is I'll become really excited about to-do lists. A good way to, again, sanity check this process for yourself is set a goal for yourself and say, okay, in the next month, I will achieve X. Now, from the day you decide to achieve X till the time you actually achieve X, right? In those days, let's say you start making to-do lists to get certain number of things done to start reaching to your goal, right? Look at your to-do list every single day and think, am I anxious or am I excited to do these things right now? Chances are, if you're excited, that probably means that your to-do list is a pretty good starting point for you, that your body feels good about it, your mind feels good about it, you feel like you can achieve it, that it's realistic, you know, and that you know you'll be able to be productive without burning yourself out or underutilizing your productivity. At the same time, if you feel anxious or scared when you look at this huge laundry list or like this super heavy list, then that's a good point for you to think and say, okay, maybe this is a little unrealistic. This is a little too much for me to do right now for whatever reason. That's fine. And say, 
okay how can i reframe this for myself how can i reset this goal how can i think about this differently maybe you extend the time frame that you've set yourself set yourself up for with this goal so i think that's a great place to not only recognize how to set realistic goals but also see how you're feeling about the goals that you're setting which brings me to the second part of the sanity check of setting realistic goals that is always keep in touch with what it actually helps you achieve like when i'm setting this goal what am i actually achieving a lot of the times at least with myself when i said when i used to set big lofty goals for myself and i just kind of started doing the rut of the day and like the things that i needed to do every day to kind of just achieve that goal it was exciting yes but then also sometimes i forgot what i was working towards like I got too caught up in the nitty gritty and like the everyday stuff and part of me lost sight of what I was really rooting for or what I was running towards. All of this to say again which goes back to point one you need to keep track of whether or not your goals are changing number one and number two whether or not you are changing right because if you wake up one day and say oh like this is making me achieve something that an older version of me wanted then that's something that you also need to reconsider because that again isn't a realistic goal because you're not excited to achieve it anymore instead what that shows you is that through this process of trying to achieve goal x that you've actually opened up goal y for yourself and you're like oh maybe this is more exciting for me so that minute to kind of just this is my new favorite word but do that sanity check with yourself and say what am i trying to achieve am i still excited to achieve it is there something else i want to achieve and then go back to the drawing board and like set a realistic goal for yourself i think that is the most impactful way and effective way to continue goal setting this next tip is for people like me who get easily anxious or overwhelmed by big laundry lists and or just anxious in general and need something to tap into their calmer side a little more proactive goal setting will change your life i promise you Goal setting doesn't have to be this big scary thing that comes around once a year for New Year's or like at the beginning of every month. Or you don't have to sit every single morning and make a fresh set of goals for that day and have a to-do list. Like it's okay to be a little more proactive with the way in which you set goals to make them less intimidating. For instance, one thing I enjoy doing is goal setting every Sunday. So something I've noticed about myself is if I wake up every day and I try to goal set or like make to-do lists that morning, I'll get really overwhelmed because my brain is trying to compress a lot of items in one day without really prioritizing what needs to be done, right? Like obviously if I wake up on a Monday morning, I'm going to be like, oh my God, I need to go to the gym. I need to do like groceries. I need to do my laundry. I need to clean my room. I need to like do this work. I need to do this for the podcast. Like your brain's going to give you all of these things unfiltered of whether or not it's actually a priority. And so when you proactively goal set, what it helps me do is visualize what needs to be done by when that week. And then it helps me prioritize and ease the pressure for myself for every single day. For instance, every Sunday when I lit, sit down, I'm like, okay, I know that there's X number of things I need to do in each bucket of life this week. On Wednesday, I'll do this part of it. On Monday, I'll do this part of it. Oh, this item is due on Thursday. Okay, I know I'll do it Tuesday now. Do you see what I'm saying? So I think that when you plan out what you want to achieve every single day before the week or even before the month, it could really help ease your anxiety with goal setting and make it honestly really realistic to achieve. This next one is a personal favorite. We have my favorite rule by one of my favorite creators, um, Ali Abdul. 
who is also known for his productivity content on YouTube and Instagram and all of this stuff. But basically, I like to follow what he calls the rule of three, which essentially means that every single day, he sets only three big goals that he wants to achieve in that day. And the reason that this is effective and the reason that this is effective is because what it does is it helps you prioritize, right? Like, again, we're always going to have a lot of stuff and to do, a lot of never-ending laundry lists, a lot of goals. But what this rule has kind of helped me do is for every single day, it's given me three main things that I know I have to get done that are non-negotiables on my list. Everything else, it's fine. So if my three like big goals for one day is like recording a podcast and then going to the gym and then getting something done at work, I know that those are my three goals. Everything else goes around that. So let's say I don't end up like cleaning my kitchen counter that day. I'm not going to beat myself over it because it wasn't part of my original three main goals. And if I didn't get it done, it's probably because I spent more time focusing my energy on achieving those three big goals. So I don't know. I really like keeping it more concise. It really helps me with effective goal setting. And again, it's a realistic goal. I know more often than not that I'm going to be happier if I achieve three goals really well as opposed to like 15 goals, but all in like a really mediocre way. Do you know what I mean? This last tip is something that I truly have found to have changed my life and helped me get rid of procrastination. And that is make time for you to procrastinate. Make time for it. Make time for procrastination. Whether that's by investing in a solid morning routine or night routine or even giving yourself like 30, 40 minutes of like time blocks in a certain, in a specific day to just procrastinate, do it. And the reason I say that is because usually I find myself procrastinating for one of two reasons. Number one, either it's because I'm trying to avoid what's at hand, what's on hand, right? Like the thing that I have to get done. Or number two, I'm thinking about doing something that I think is going to give me more enjoyment in that moment. And that's usually because I feel like I haven't gotten my like quota for it in that day or week or that weekend or month or whatever, right? So for instance, if I have the itch to like suddenly read when I'm getting work done or like scroll through my TikTok or whatever it is, right? Chances are like maybe I haven't given myself enough reading time that week that my mind feels the need to move away from what I'm doing to do something else, right? Or like one thing I really do to procrastinate is catch up on YouTube videos. And this is going to sound weird, but Oftentimes, if I'm procrastinating with YouTube videos, I'm like catching up on creators that I haven't watched for like a whole week or two weeks or some something like that, right? So instead, what made it really productive for me was by investing in a solid morning and nighttime routine, I created times in my day where I've already gone to the gym. I've already read my book. I've already journaled. So those are three things that I can't do to procrastinate at work anymore. Like if I'm not trying to work, I can't go to the gym because I already went to the gym. Like what am I going to tell myself? Like I, there's no way to escape that. In that same capacity, I've already read for the day or I've journaled. So that itch has been scratched. If that's something that you want to do in the morning or night, that's great. But then also setting like 45 minutes or an hour for yourself is a really good way for you to get that procrastination out of your system so that you can focus better on achieving everything that you have to in that specific day anyways that was my little spiel for today i hope you enjoyed it and that it is something that applies to you in your life and that you find helpful 
Thank you for also being patient with me as I try to figure out what kind of content speaks to me more, what kind of content I want to be putting out there. But as always, thank you again for spending your time with me. Takeaway from here. But yeah, I will see you guys next week with another episode.